0: well hello there welcome back to another episode of people pleases anonymous the podcast for all the good girls that is the people pleasers who are tired of living under the weight of expectation and are ready to rise up and break the chains of oppression, reclaim their divine right to not just exist, but to thrive in a world where a woman's place is wherever the fuck she wants it to be. Hey, I'm your host, Lisa Blackham. Hello, I'm a femme-empowered coach, a recovering people-pleaser who is super passionate about helping capable, intelligent and talented women to recover from people-pleasing so they can realise their truest potential. And in today's episode, I want to share with you a super, super simple practice that has been a complete game-changer for me. This game-changer has allowed me to stop judging criticizing and blaming myself. It's helped me become more aware of the part I play in my relationships. And it's helped me to um, take personal responsibility for showing up as the person I want to be, not the person who I think other people want me to be. Look, it's so simple, and yet it's so powerful that I'm 100% positive it will be helpful for you. So let's dive in. I want to ask you a question. Have you ever felt disappointed that your boundaries were ignored again, yet again, and you did nothing to reinforce the importance of that boundary? Hashtag nodding. Put your hand up if that's you feeling that disappointment. Look, I've got a little story to tell you because recently I did this. I lost my absolute shiz because for the umpteenth time, my husband asked me to drop him off, drop him and his mate off at the races and seemingly without any consideration as to whether or not I had the time or inclination to do so. Now, I know you're probably thinking, what's the big deal? And you'd be right because for the most part, it's not actually a problem. He is my husband after all and it's important that we can rely on each other to help one another out when we can, right? It's called that give and take thing, right? Except on this occasion, it's actually a big deal for me. It's a big deal because for the past 40 or so years, I've been putting everyone else's needs before my own. Often giving more than I actually get back. Selflessly sacrificing my time, my energy and, dare I say it, my emotions for the sake of others. And in the past, I probably wouldn't have even recognised that a boundary had actually been breached. Heck, there was a time I didn't even know what boundaries were. But instead, and instead what I actually would have done is just dutifully said, yes, darling, I will drop you off, no problem, without even giving it a second thought. And what happens then though, is that I continue to add more and more commitments to my to-do list. And that happened until I was at breaking point and then I would have fallen apart at the seams because I couldn't cope so yesterday or the other day when I said yes instead of no I knew that a boundary had been crossed I felt I knew because I felt annoyed I was so annoyed with myself then I was resentful that he had actually asked and that led me to feeling pretty pissed off And I literally transformed into a right old bitch, snarky, pouty, and just downright rude, which I proceeded to do for the next few hours. I stewed. I stewed over it. I beat myself up. I felt really angry and pissed off. And then I started feeling guilty for being so selfish. Literally, my mind was just blurring, whirring, whizzing with all this unhelpful thinking. I was thinking what's wrong with me I'm such a bad person for being annoyed that I've dropped him off why can't I just say no why doesn't he treat me with respect why does he always rely on me to be his personal taxi oh look am I just here for his income for his convenience and then I was thinking I'm a failure at being a good wife all of the thoughts all of the thoughts all afternoon well into the evening here's me slowly stewing slow cooking in my own shit yes how often have you done that Mm, I wonder look I was so annoyed with myself for letting it get to me and then I felt guilty for being such a bitch but I've been doing a fair bit of work on myself these days so this time instead of going to bed angry and annoyed like I used to do and spend another sleepless night worrying about it all I actually got out my journal and I love my journal for this particular I use it in these sort of situations mostly but I do use it a lot for other things as well but in this particular instance I got out my journal and I wrote down all of those thoughts and the emotions that have been coming up through the day just brain dumped literally dumped it all onto paper so that I could get it out of my head And that really helped me. It helped me to, you know, get to sleep, stay asleep mostly. I was a little bit restless, but mostly without worries. But in the morning, I woke up, when I woke up, I noticed that the negative self-talk had started back up again. And I was heading down a real spiral, a real negative spiral. So clearly, I hadn't resolved what was going on. And what I tend to do in the mornings is have a little bit of me time where I sit in meditation, do some yoga, um, put the essential oils on and things like that. So that was happening, but I still didn't feel like I'd resolved what was going on. So I got out the journal again, but this time I was much more purposeful. And this is my big game changer. This is the secret sauce that I want to share with you today. I sat down and I asked myself, what is really going on here? All right, I didn't give myself the, um, I didn't go into the whole, let's try and figure out what the negative self-talk is all about. I just simply said, what is going on here? Why am I so annoyed that he has asked me to drop him off at the races again? And then this little quote popped into my head. I've no idea where it came from, but it said that I heard my voice say, how you show up in your relationship is your responsibility, or in my case, is my responsibility. How I show up in my relationship is my responsibility. And boom, my eyes were opened wide like holy heck. I was pissed off because, not because of what my husband had said, not because of his actions, but I was pissed off because I had actually not set any boundaries around me being available as his taxi service. I had not taken the time to create a boundary about when I w- when. I would and would not be available. And I had not articulated that boundary to my husband. Light bulb again. How am I showing up here? It's not his fault. And it's not my fault either. I just hadn't taken that step to clearly articulate what I needed. So it was really unhelpful for me to expect that he would behave any differently. He didn't know why I was pissed off. He hadn't realised that he'd crossed a boundary. He was just doing the same thing he always done. Because I had allowed it to happen in the past. And I was playing the victim, blaming him for making making me feel the way I felt. I wanted him to take responsibility for how I felt. But I was not taking responsibility for the thoughts I was thinking or my behaviour. And nor was I taking responsibility for how I was showing up. And deep down, I know that I'm the only person that I'm responsible for. And I'm the only person who can manage how I feel. I'm the only one who knows the thoughts that are in my head and why I do the things that I do. And once I'd acknowledged that I was actually responsible for how I was showing up, I then was able to... Use this really super simple strategy that my amazing coach MG, the founder of Be Think Do Coaching, taught me. And it's just helped me take back control of this unhelpful thinking and take responsibility for how I'm going to show up in the future. So I want to share it with you. It's a really simple process. Um, I use it all the time, not just in my personal life, like I'm going to share with you in this. Ex- this instance but I use it in my business as well and it's been a real game changer. It helps me to become more authentic in all areas of my life. So it's helped me to stop criticizing, blaming and judging. It's helped me to be more aware of the part that I'm playing in my relationships and to take personal responsibility for being who I am and I'm sure it's going to be positive. And helpful for you. So here's how it works. The first thing we do, or I the first thing I did was get super clear on exactly what it is that I wanted. Because obviously, what had happened had triggered me and I wasn't getting what I wanted. So I needed to get super clear what is it that I actually want. And to do that, I use like a little visualization process where I go through my five senses of what I can see. Um, hear, feel, smell and taste, touch, have I covered them all, see, touch, taste, smell and hear, the five senses, this is what I want in the future, so I'm kind of future planning here, I'm getting a vision of what I want, I think about where I am, what I'm doing, who I'm with and all of those senses, what I can see, touch, taste, smell, I get that whole like visual and physical experience what is it that I want when I did that I got really really I could see myself I could see myself and my husband in the future you know having this kind respectful loving relationship where there was give and take where each of us knew what our boundaries were and um, that we were respecting each other essentially that's kind of a really narrowed down version of it but once I had that vision about what, I wa- what it was that I wanted and it was really all about clear communication, I then asked myself these three really simple questions. Thank you. God bless you, MG, for this because it is so, so helpful. Who do I need to be? How do I need to think? And what do I need to do? I asked myself those three questions and then I wrote them down in my wrote the answers that I came up with in my journal and this is what I came up with so who do I need to be I'm here I am taking personal responsibility for the person I want to be in this relationship my long-term partner we've been married for 24 years I think lost track lost track we've been together a long time anyway so who do I need to be I need to be, me. this is me taking personal responsibility. I need to be compassionate. I need to have kindness. I need to be respectful and confident and courageous to be able to have what I want in our relationship. Notice here, there is nothing about him. I'm not having any expectations about who he needs to be because that's his responsibility. All right, the second question I asked myself was, how do I need to think? Well, I need to think more empowering kind of thoughts. They need to be future focused so I'm not dwelling on the past. I need to be able to see different perspectives and think about, you know, from his point of view and what's going on in his world. And I need to be more open-minded. So they're the kind of thoughts that I need to think. And basically, I'm summarizing here. I've, I actually wrote like five pages. So I'm really simplifying it for you to, so that you can get an understanding of what I did. And the last question I asked myself was who or what, sorry, what do I need to, to do? So these are the actions that I need to take. So I came up with things like take responsibility for myself, manage my own thoughts, put things into perspective, control what I can and let go of the rest. So as you can see, by just going through that simple exercise of getting clear of what I wanted, then asking myself who I needed to be, how I need to think and what I need to do, I'm taking back my personal power. And that in itself is transformational. Like I'd spent, let's say, 12 hours dwelling over this whole thing of him asking me to take him, drop him off at the races and be his personal taxi service. I'd been mulling over this for a good 12 hours. And in probably 20 minutes of me just sitting down with my journal, tuning into what it was that I wanted and and getting super clear on who I need to be, think and do... I was able to let go of all of that bullshit that was going around in my head, get really, really clear and come out of my little me time session with a much better way of being when he came downstairs, woke up and got ready for the day. So we were able to interact much more pleasantly than perhaps if I had have kept going on that negative spiral, being resentful, being that mean bitch and nasty person. So for me, that little simple strategy works super, super well. Didn't take very long. In fact, I didn't necessarily need to write it down. It's something that you can just ask yourself these three questions. What is it that, or four questions really, what is it that I want? Who do I need to be? How do I need to think? And what do I need to do in order to get what I want? So, so simple and yet so, so powerful. And it gives you back your personal power, which I just love. Look, I'm super curious, as always, do you have any resources or techniques that you use when you find yourself losing your shit over something that really shouldn't be such a big deal? If you do, let us know what they are. I love learning new techniques and new ways of doing things. I also want to know how effective it is. And if, you know, you don't have any, why not? What are What's going on? What's stopping you from having some techniques to help you? I love hearing your thoughts and on what works and what doesn't. But if you do need a little extra support to break those patterns of people-pleasing, let's get on a call and have a chat. I'm going to leave my contact details in the show notes for you. You can reach out to me at Lisa Blackham Coaching on Facebook and Instagram. I hope you found today's episode helpful. I'd love to know what your biggest takeaways are. Otherwise, that's it from me for today. I'm enjoying being here and I hope you are too. And I look forward to seeing you soon in the next episode. Thanks for joining me. Bye for now.